0: So I've taken a lot of exams in my life and generally I'm not very motivated for most of them and I have a really important one coming up soon and I would say that again I'm not really motivated but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to get the work done and I understand its importance and I'm going to do my best. So generally in this episode I kind of want to talk about finding the motivation, understanding the motivation and also working through it all when we don't have it because Relying on motivation itself, even if you can constantly get it from some form of sustainable stream is just not good enough for you to get things done, especially for exams and even what's going to happen after that. So that's the first point that I want to make that motivation itself. We always have to consider that it will never really last. And I know the word motivation is just a word. How it feels within you is different from how it feels within me and anyone else. So whatever that is, let's just call it motivation, but you really have to explore what that feeling is. Why are you doing what you're doing? What really gets you moving and what really gets you studying for these exams. But when you accept that motivation in general, whatever this feeling is, doesn't really last, then it's easier to be more self-compassionate about the fact that sometimes it's just zero. Like there's no reason to beat up ourselves for not wanting to study, not wanting to do anything for exams. That's kind of okay. It's unfortunate because we need to have that drive so that we can do what we need to do. But it's totally okay because having zero motivation is normal. And sometimes you will have these sparks and I'm sure you felt it before. You will have these highs and then you'll have these lows. These highs and lows are both normal. And when we accept that, we can kind of put that to the side and we don't let that become mental clutter on its own because getting, getting worked up about the fact that you're not motivated is just an unnecessary element to your procrastination and not being able to study, unfortunately. So do just accept that, that that's all you can do. The second thing to think about is that exams itself and studying are both constructs and when they are constructs, it means that they're there for you to manipulate and win for yourself. There are a set of rules when it comes to exams that you can use and that you can actually get the most out of. They're not really there to fail you. They are generally checkpoints of success and competency, so regardless of whether you're in school or in university or wherever else that you're trying to study for exams. It's there because it needs to be there. It's there to make sure that everyone that does it is competent for whatever they're doing the exams for. And you must never think of it as anything more than a checkpoint construct. And the, if you if you think of it and if you overthink and you consider it as any more than that. Then again, it's easy to get lost in the, I was about to say lost in the sauce, but I think, yeah, yeah, it's easy to get lost. It's, it's really not more than just making sure that everyone that goes through this checkpoint is, comes out the other side knowing what they're supposed to know. And it sometimes also might feel that you're being compared to other people and that also weighs you down again there's a limited number of places to do a lot of things in this world not everything is unlimited and when it comes to exams in school we do have to limit the number of people doing certain things so it is important to technically compare each other because our competencies will well at least our relative competencies are important for us to create certain types of jobs and try to i guess structure the workforce as efficiently as possible like that's just the way it is but individually we don't have to compare ourselves to each and every one of us we should only really focus on everything that we're working on because that's the only thing that we can control there's nothing more that we can do and a very unfortunate thing i feel for not i don't know if if it's for me or i, I don't think about it so much anymore maybe quite a while ago but For a lot of people listening now, maybe, and a lot of people in general, you spend a lot of time on social media, you spend a lot of time on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, or Twitter, and you see all these very productive people studying for exams and you're like, how are you studying so much? How are you so motivated? You should never ask that question. You should not sit there and question why other people online who are creating content And benefiting of showing you that they're productive and motivated you should never ask that question don't don't get don't get like sucked into the construct of oh other people are so motivated that they're doing so much I I don't understand why I'm not doing it it doesn't matter none of this none of this aspect of the construct matters and that again is another set of mental clutter because Imagine staying motivated, trying to stay motivated for exams and then beating yourself up for not being motivated and then trying to understand why other people are motivated. It doesn't matter. You don't even know if they're really motivated because it's it's, it's just like telling other people that you're motivated is motivation itself because it feels good, right? I mean, all of us have definitely felt good by telling other people all the things that we've done. But deep down, a lot of us have not had the motivation to continue doing it. We just told other people and then we felt good. So don't, 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 you know, don't spend too much time watching other people and comparing yourself. I mean, if it helps you study longer and it helps you get deeper into your work, then that's amazing. But, but don't, don't overdo it. That's generally what I would say. Um, So once you've thought about those things and you've really like just, accepted that motivation does not last exams are a construct and you shouldn't actually compare yourself to others. The next thing is to think of it as when you're trying to study for exams and the exams themselves, you have to visualize your soft pushes and your hard pushes for me, a soft push is like a, it's like a reward. So. If I study well for the exams, I may get a relatively good score and that reward is nice to see. It's just a number. Again, it's just a construct. Uh, I'm going to say construct quite a bit in this episode, just warning you now. And generally in life, when you talk to me, I'm going to say construct nearly all the time. (laughs) So just warning you now. Um, Yeah. So that number is a construct. So you feel good from that number, but when you think about it, that number means nothing. It doesn't. Unless, of course, that number means that you get a job and then you feel good. But then that job also really doesn't mean a lot unless it pays you well, which that money then gets you to do a lot of things. So there are several levels to get you to the feeling that you want, but you always have to remember that whatever the reward is that you're visualizing, these like soft pushes, it's not easy to sustain motivation with soft pushes. Because you'll think about it. You're like, okay, I'm gonna make a lot. You know, I, I, okay, I'll pass my exams. I'll do well. I'll get a good job. I'll make a good amount of money, and then I can do all these things. I'll get recognition, whatever. But that's not really good enough motivation for a lot of people because you can think about all that, but when it comes down to it, you're like, ah, I don't really want to do this. And that's why a soft push is important from time to time to visualize so that you can actually do things. But just remember that. that that there's only so much a soft push can do. A hard push, I think, is a much stronger push. Well, I guess it makes sense because it's soft and hard, but the hard pushes are the ones that are more fearful. So a hard push would be like, if you failed your exams, the failure itself is painful. The fact that you have to do a retake is painful. The fact that you might have to do the whole year is painful. The the fact that you might get kicked out is painful, not get a job, Uh, your parents hate on you. Uh, waste your money. It's unfortunate, but hard pushes are very important for motivation. As much as a lot of people might actually be like, that's uh, toxic. It increases anxiety levels, depression levels, uh, and, and really you know, can tear people apart. Absolutely, 100%. I'm not even going to disagree with that. But you cannot deny that hard pushes are great motivators. They are potent as hell. So visualize what those hard pushes are and then visualize what the soft pushes are. Maybe write it down on a piece of paper, uh, you know, write it on, on, on post-its, put it up. And I don't want you to live in fear, but I think it's very important to understand what happens when you pass and when you fail. It is, it is We cannot live a life where we've just like saying, you know, everything will be okay. Uh, You just, you you know, you you don't have to think about the bad things. You only think about the good things. Just be positive. I don't believe in just be positive because sometimes the negativity is very important. It, it, It gets you going. And so when you visualize these things, you're like, okay, so these are the things that might happen, both soft and hard. And that's, it is what it is. Like, now I know that, okay, these are things. That's it. Now, moving on, like, don't spend too much time visualizing the hard and soft pushes because these are things that happen in the future. They're not in the present. There's nothing much that you can control. Like, you're not in control of failing. Like, you're not, as much as anyone would want to say that, you're not really in control of failing. You're also not in control of doing well. You're not in control of, graduating um, and getting a job what you are in control of is spending every minute or every second or microsecond whatever in the present spending time on studying that's the only thing we're in control of whatever happens from that studying is 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 beyond you and is beyond all of us beyond me and that's why you can only tell yourself hey these are all the things that might happen." Exams are constructs. I should not be comparing myself. The only thing I need to do now is spend every second looking at the resources I have and working on what I can work on. And by being as present as possible every single day, we can get away from this idea of anxiety and fear and also lack of motivation because there's no need for motivation. You're only focusing one hour a day. You're studying one module, two hours a day, you're studying another, and that's pretty much it. And if you don't want to do those things, look up at your post-it notes, look up at your notes and say, okay, what's going to happen if I don't do it? And it's, it, it is very, in a way, uh, a mind loop where you have to remember what happens and then you focus on what you can in the present. So it's a very quick look. It's not, you don't live in the future and you definitely don't live in the past. So you can only live in the present. And as much as I say, okay, focus on what you can control. And then you're like, but then I'm not really motivated to study right now. Fair enough. So let's say you have created, or you visualize the soft and hard pushes, and you're trying to focus on the present. And you're saying that you are not motivated to do it. Now, I think that might mean that your hard pushes are probably not hard enough or you don't really care about your hard pushes. And then I would usually ask the question, so if you do fail, that you do badly, um, if everything's going to be okay, then what are you really worried about? That means everything will be fine because you're not really motivated to do it. And if you aren't really motivated to do it, are you really doing what you care about? And I know that in school, it's harder to care and be motivated because you're kind of forced to do a bunch of subjects. I mean, you do get to choose when you're a little older, but you're generally forced to. In university, you choose, most hopefully you did. And sometimes you find out that you don't really like these things. But you are—you always have to remember that whatever you're doing, you need to try your best, even if you don't like doing it, because you're already in there. You've already put yourself in there. You're doing it, you're trying your best and you need to get it done even if you don't like it, because we cannot, in my opinion, be living um, as um, assuming that we're going to like everything we do. There are a lot of things that we don't like, but we have to do it. And when we understand all the pushes and we focus on what we can control, we just kind of do it. And that's pretty much it. That's how I stay motivated at least to get a lot of things done because I really don't like doing everything I do. Uh, I, I don't look to like things. I think there's a general push for people to say that we should, uh, we should make everything that we do fun. Um, Fun can only last for a limited amount of time because fun again is a construct that your mind will perceive for a certain amount of time. And then after that, things don't get fun anymore. And if you're constantly looking for a high of fun, then it's like a drug. I mean, you're looking for, you're constantly looking for a high. And sometimes you have to understand, you have to deeply visualize purpose, deeply visualize the pushes and say that, I'm just gonna do this. I don't have to like it. I don't have to find it fun. And sometimes, you know, it's just not gonna be that fun, especially studying because it. That that's just how it is unfortunately um, I assume that some subjects might be more fun for me uh, medicine is definitely much more fun to study than biomedical science which was my previous degree but high in high school things like uh chemistry and biology was really fun and then certain other subjects like English literature was was the pain i, I was it was horrible at least for me I just I hated it but the point is I had to do it and, and hating it does not change the fact that I have to do it. So I think it's just, sometimes you're going to get things that you don't really like and you just have to remember the purpose. Um, That being said, there are some tweaks that of course, when you go on YouTube, you're like, how do I study for longer? How do I stay motivated? Um, So a lot of my friends who study really long and, and really go deeply into their subjects, um, they really care about what they do. But at the same time, They also have very productive tweaks that you should follow. I think, in my opinion, one of the more important things um, is to take less breaks and have less distractions because you can only go deeply into a subject when you spend enough time with it. And sometimes you can very quickly go deep into a subject, but sometimes you need time. Uh, Sometimes you might need a full hour, and then after the first hour to the second hour, you're really absorbing a certain amount of information and you're efficiently retaining memory and the right type of memory that is actually useful for your exams. So if you take less breaks, I think it's very important. I don't know how long that should be. If you can study for three hours straight, that's great. If you can't and you want to, then start with 30, 40, 45 and then slowly work your way up. Make it like a game. again. If you want to find make it fun, I guess make studying like a game. You know, do thirty minutes today, do thirty five tomorrow. There are a few apps. Um, I used. I use a what is this called Forest, that I think is pretty good on the iPhone. Uh, I don't know if it has an Android app, but basically, yeah, you 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 set a focus time, and then it it, it kind of grows at Forest. I mean, it's a it's an interesting construct because I'm so self aware that I need this visualization of a of a force being grown to show that I'm doing a bunch of work. But sometimes that's how it is. Like, it's, it's totally okay. Sometimes you need these kind of like little pushes here and there to make you feel like you're doing a lot. Because it's, it's very easy to forget that when you spend one hour, two hours a day for like nearly a year, you're amassing so much knowledge. And sometimes you really have to be able to look at it, especially when you're not making physical notes anymore. Because I guess in the past, people used to be able to look at their notes and be like, wow, this is all the work I did. But now if you're typing everything up and you're putting it into apps, there's. It's very hard to like remember how much work you're doing. So take a few breaks or build it up over time. Make it fun. Um, try to get rid of your distractions as much as possible, as all of us would know. And focus on what you can control. That's really how you stay motivated. You just kind of just create an environment, both in your mind and around you that allow for you to be the best you can be and to study hard or at least well enough so that you can achieve what you want to achieve. And I think one bonus thought that just came into my head is that always remember that you need to understand why you're doing the exams. You always need to understand why you're in the course that you are in. There's always a bigger purpose to nearly any tough, study period or any tough exam what are you trying to do with your life who are you trying to help what are you trying to leave behind these are very huge thoughts that might be difficult if you're younger but it's not i don't think it's that like it's not out there for you to actually think about even if it's the smallest exam like when you have the visualization of what you can be and what you're about to do for other people. You can stay motivated for a very long time. Even when it goes to zero, that feeling of not wanting to study when that goes to zero, you will always have this overarching motivation that whatever that I'm doing is worth it. Something's going to happen. And when you have that overarching purpose and belief, Whatever goes to zero for your exams, uh making notes, showing up for lectures, things like that, things that you should be doing, but you're not doing. But when you have that overarching motivation, things will work. They, they will work because you 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 understand where you're heading towards. Yeah. I think that's pretty much it. That's that's really you know, I could have said, I guess I could have said a lot of did I miss anything else? No, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So let me know if you have any thoughts and how you stay motivated for studying and exams. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you've gotten this far, please do give it a, this video a like. Uh, and if you're listening it, it to it on audio, please leave a review as well so that this podcast gets shown to more people. Because I don't know I don't know if a like and a review really does because I think if you've listened to it this long, all the platforms will kind of be like, okay, this type of person finishes this podcast so let's show it to other people that might finish it as well. I assume that's what happens but anyway, still please yeah give a like uh, share it with your friends uh, let me know what you think in the comments or send me an email as well and so that I can at least understand if anything I said actually got to you. And also, I'm always open to also understanding how motivation works for other people because this is something I've cultivated for quite a long time. I've worked on this. I've understood who I am and what pushes me and what holds me back. And it does take time for a lot of you that are lacking motivation to understand really what you're about. And and that's why it's always important to take my advice and then take someone's advice that's totally different and then constantly just take a few pieces of things from each person and then you, you will understand what works for you. Because I can say that a lot of things I just said is going to be absolutely useless for so many people who just want to just know how to study for 10 hours straight and how to just make the most efficient notes because it's all because that's what helps in the now. And I totally accept that I just don't have answers for that. And uh, I don't feel like that's the most important thing other than, I mean, I don't think it's the most important thing, but definitely useful. Yeah. All right. I will see you very soon.